0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, oh, excuse me, excuse me. All right, Prince of Pucks, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. Not Chris Scheim. Not Chris, not Shime time. It is the Prince of Pucks. He's back and better than ever, buddy. you you are celebrating before the show. I have not seen a score uh, whatsoever. I know you like the Rangers. <clears throat> I, sure I like did. the Vegas uh, Knights with sure Jack did. Eichel. How do things end up for week uh, night number one for the Prince of Pucks last so night? let me Anish. tell you,
1: Matt. Uh, the Rangers won three to one. Mika Zibanejad had two goals in the game. Nice, uh, Excellent effort by the Rangers. They looked great. Uh, Vincent Trocek, love to see him in the Rangers jersey as well. And then the Golden Knights were tied 3-3 to with the Kings going into the final minute. Well, that didn't last very long because with 46 seconds left on the clock, the Vegas Golden Knights took the lead 4-3. to That's how the game ended. Jack Eichel did score a goal in that game. Uh, so your boy was cooking with gas last night. Uh, it was quite the night to, uh, to, to be on the side of the Prince of Pucks.
0: What a nice night to, nice thing to wake up to winning bets. Oh, it was awesome, especially
1: because I was dead asleep by the time the Vegas game even started. Of course you were. I was dead asleep after the first period of the Rangers game. And you know what? Woke up, it was nothing, nothing after period one. Wake up to three winning bets. Oh, baby, it's a day.
0: Uh, Profitable day for Chris Scheim uh, in the hockey streets. That's what he does, folks. He is known for uh, liking IPAs. He is known for looking jolly. He is known for hockey bets here on this podcast and on w e e across the network, he just hands out winners, Should winners, be. winners. With that being said, Sean, I have to admit, um, it doesn't feel like it's a year where you want to be heavily invested in uh, the Bruins winning a bunch of games. Uh, it doesn't feel like a year where you want to bet the Bruins to go win a Stanley Cup championship. But for the NHL people out there, they're going to follow the Prince of Pucks this year. Give us your outline on the Bruins season, which starts on Wednesday against the Capitals. Um, your thoughts on the game tonight and your thoughts on... Any season-long ideas, bets, or themes for your 2022-2023 Boston Bruins?
1: Yeah, so I, I actually like this Bruins team. I don't love them, but I really like them. I think with one significant move here uh, in the next couple months that they become a legitimate contender. Because basically, uh, come right around the new year, right around Christmas or so, Brad Marchand should be back. He'll be rested and healthy and ready to go on top of having – David Krejci being back, I, I didn't feel like was a much of a plus, but it'll help so that come the postseason, basically, I, I do think the Bruins make the playoffs. They're minus 190 to make the playoffs, so it's not even worth betting, but I do think they make the playoffs, and Krejci helps in the fact that now you don't have to worry about the perfection line every single time, right? Because what, what would happen? The Bruins wouldn't score goals, so what would they do? They'd put Pastrnak with Marchand and Bergeron, and there's the perfection line, blah, blah, blah. It's useless now. Or it's not useless now, but it, you don't have to worry about it, okay? Because Pasta is going to play with Krejci at all times, and then that one significant move would bring in a winger to play with Bergeron and Marchand. So you're looking at a Bergeron-Marchand insert new guy line plus Krejci, Pasternak, in either Zaka or Hall, depending on how Hall's season goes. I like that depth for the Bruins. I love the defensemen. Um, I think Forbert's going to have another good year. I'm hoping Carlo takes a little bit of a step forward here. McAvoy and Lindholm is an awesome pairing. And I think Jeremy Swayman takes a step forward. So last year, the Bruins had 107 points. Right now, their points total is only 96.5. I actually like the over on the Bruins' points total, regular season points total.
0: What are the odds on that?
1: Minus 130. So you're not okay. getting the best, but I still like it. Uh, it's been bet. That means yeah. it's
0: been bet, though. That's not, again, with season long bets and prop bets, when it's minus 25, minus 130 like it's it's clear that you're on a side where a lot of the people are on. That's not a terrible place to be. It's okay.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. Um so uh so I'm I'm excited for that. Uh and, and I think we're uh, we're we're ready for a good season out of the Bruins. I don't think it's going to be anything overly special. Um but but I do think that they are going to uh, make a run. And as long as they make that significant move, then I might be more inclined to uh to look at Stanley Cup props for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, my general take was between the injuries and you know the, the, the lack of, as you said, the big moves here in the offseason, you know, I think you're probably onto it, sort of where this thing projects, and there's some upside in the back end, but going into it, it's tough to be like, oh, my God, they're in the mix for a Stanley Cup. And I also think, and you brought up Krejci, like I, you're, you're sugarcoating it, Sean, because we talked about this either on the air or off the air last year. The idea that like the Bruins fans were pining for David Krejci to come back and like he was going to be the answer, I think sort of summed up their entire roster. Yep. So I I don't think he's the magic wand. I'm glad people like the guy, but you expect he's going to come back from a year off playing overseas and, and be that David Krejci again? I'm not. No, it that. was you? It,
1: it was a move that was to appease David Pasternak, right? It's David Pasternak wanted yeah, to play him buddy. locked up buddy. You're trying long to lock term. him up. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. That's that makes what sense. the move was for, uh, which is why I'm still hoping that they make some significant move here um, before the playoff run, right? And there's a couple guys uh, I have my eyes on, one of which would be Patrick Kane. Um, that would be a significant move, I think. Like, the Bruins are telling you, yeah, we're going for it here. We're not messing around. You heard Cam Neely talk about the locker room on media day saying – that um that these guys are in it for Bergeron and Crazy. they know that their time is basically up and they want to make one last run for the guys so if that's yeah, the case one the orga- last run. if that's the case the organization should feel the same way and they should should sell out to make this roster as good as they can and if that's the case i would see a significant trade coming Probably a couple months from now, right around Thanksgiving, would be my I guess. I do
0: love the idea of a degenerate gambler, Chris Scheim, hoping that another d Patrick Kane, becomes a Bruin. Yeah. I do, I do respect do Right? <laughs>
1: we'll have to have him on the podcast if he does.
0: Still denies he's been at his own games. I don't believe him, but what he could going to do? Hey, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I think points total uh, for the Bruins, I would bet be over, over. So over 96 at minus 130. Yep. Bingo. Okay. Uh anything else tonight in the, uh, what about how about this how about the game tonight Yes Shime. uh Bruins and Capitals underdogs on the road to start this season
1: Yeah they're underdogs on the road to start the season I think the Bruins start slow this season mostly just because again no March in to start uh most of their other guys seem pretty healthy overall though but I do expect a relatively slow start. However, I don't think that's going to start tonight. I think they open up with a win here tonight. Uh, I'm going to wow. take the Bruins on the money line at plus 120. Um, again, I think Jeremy Swinman takes a step forward. I don't particularly love this Capitals team, but the other bet I am absolutely going to be making is Alexander Ovechkin to score a goal in this game. Anytime score, is only even money, but like... I this guy is just chasing 800 goals, and he is going to chase Wayne Gretzky's goal record. That is his plan. That is his attempt. And they are going to set him up in any way they can. Basically, the Capitals' best way to stay relevant is if Alexander Ovechkin is relevant. And so uh, I-, I believe he will be pummeled with opportunity to uh, to score this season. And so that's why I'm going to bet on the Bruins to win at plus 120 and then Ovechkin to score at even money.
0: All right. So there we go. So we have, what, th- So. Th- So, two bets total for tonight's game. Yep, correct. Okay, Bruins and Ovechkin writing this down. Uh, We'll keep you updated on that game during Mud at Night tonight on WEEI. By the way, I Uh, also
1: needed to give you credit. Uh, No, 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 no,
0: no, no. Well, let's say, well, hold on. The baseball credit? Yeah, okay, we'll save that. I got. We got baseball coming up. Okay. Hold your horses just,
1: there. Yeah, I just want, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saving baseball I feel like for last. I'm getting all the flowers here. I wanted to make sure that you get your credit, Mutt. That's all. No,
0: no, we'll save baseball for last because okay. I want to hit on the Patriots because you have to explain to me. Uh, I'm looking at the Action Network's public betting on the Patriots. Again, Wednesday morning. They're not one of the most bet games on the board. Uh, they're really not even close. There are a lot of other games getting absolutely hammered. Uh, specifically, uh, 49ers Falcons has been bet uh, a ton here early. Uh, I'm surprised the Bills and Chiefs has not been bet as much, but Patriots-Browns being bet. 34% of the money, uh, 34% of the bets, but 53% of the money. So more of the money and fewer of the bets, which means there is there is like sharper bets on Cleveland coming in. 34% of the bets, 53% of the money. For the Patriots getting plus points, 66% of the bets, so two-thirds, but only less than half the money. So it, it's, it's more money and sharper money. In on Cleveland, and yet I'm seeing now uh, the line has gone from three to two and a half in some places, Chris Schein. Can you explain this, why the uh, Browns are taking money, but some of these books are moving the lines here from three to two and a half for Cleveland?
1: Uh, It's very similar to our over from last week, Mutt. The books were getting pummeled with money on the over, and yet the number kept coming down. Uh,
0: I think Turns the books, out they are right about that. Yes,
1: and I think the <laughs> books are probably right about this one. I told you yesterday or it was either yesterday or the day before. I said if this line gets to two and a half, you bet your sweet ass on betting the Cleveland Browns. So this afternoon, when I go to place my uh one bet for Thursday night football, I will also be placing a bet for the Cleveland Browns at minus two and a half. Uh and I will also be betting on the Bruins. But regardless, I will be betting on the Cleveland Browns, minus two and a half, because Clearly, uh, Vegas is telling you something. They feel a certain way, and they feel like the line uh, should be a little smaller. And they're getting, they're goading you into betting uh, the Patriots as much as possible. Um, and they're telling you that even though the money's coming in on the on the uh, the Brown, the smart money is on the Browns. Eh, we're gonna move, move the line down a little bit because the public is clearly not doing the right thing.
0: There are only two books right now that have it two and a half. It's three across the industry. Uh, we're talking again at ten twenty-seven Eastern time on Wednesday morning, but DK is one of them. Um, And I wonder, again, I always wonder, Sean, this is probably a really dumb thought of mine. I should ask somebody at DK if this is factored in. But people that want to bet on the Patriots, they can only bet through New Hampshire on DK. I wonder if they take like an exorbitant amount of money on local teams and that ever affects the the general board. Again, it's a really dumb gambling thought. I need to run that by somebody at DK who actually know. But I do find it interesting. They're the only book right now that moved it from three and a half to two outside of points bet. Uh, which is based out of Philadelphia. Uh, and, and by the way, if you want to bet the, the Browns, it's minus 2.5 at minus 115. Uh, Patriots is plus 2.5 at minus 105. So you are suggesting to our friends today, now that it's a 2.5, you're betting the Browns tonight. Uh, yep. You're going to bet New Hampshire. What's your Thursday night football bet as the money comes in uh, on the uh, Browns here for this game?
1: Well, so I'm still crafting it, um, but ultimately is is. Oh, uh, I'm going to take,
0: I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this on the air. Uh, Don't say, do not say the over.
1: No, no, god okay. no. Thank I'm taking god. I'm taking the under because when an when yeah. a total has been between 37 yeah. and 40, the under is hit 18 out of 23 times. I think that's I'm with a tweet you. from John Ewing. 18-4-1 I believe is the record on the under when it's between 37 and 40. It is currently 37 and a half. So I'm absolutely on the under. Um and then I'm also I'm going to take a couple I'm going to take an any touchdown scorer out of uh Justin Fields. I know wild that i would ever consider to do that but i just i think that it's kind of due um and also dk has a promotion right now where you make a same game parlay and you get a free one back if you lose so that's why i'm doing it basically i wouldn't to be fair to be clear outside of the under i would not bet on this game would not bet on this game i want to be very clear i would not bet on this game if i wasn't going to get a free bet back I just want to make that clear. Oh, Outside okay. of the so you're under. Bet,
0: you're betting for the $10 free bet back. Yep. Gotcha.
1: Okay. I, uh, I'm i taking my shot. And in the worst case scenario, I get my $10 free bet back. So I want to be clear. Outside of the under. I like the under. Everything else is just what I'm tossing in my free bet. Basically, same game parlay. It's only
0: Wednesday. You go tomorrow morning. Yep. So you can craft this and let us know what's going on. But yeah. I, I'm with you. If I were betting this game, it would be, uh, on, the, it'd be on the under for sure. I think yeah. these are two really bad offensive teams. Uh, I think Carson Wentz kind of stinks. I think Fields... I don't think Field stinks, Chime. I think he is a victim of a transition, to coaching staff, and all. I mean, we 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 bag on Max' lack of offensive talent for the Patriots' second-year oh, quarterback. The, I the mean, Bears are so bad. Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. I mean, they're ab- I, I like David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. They have a couple good running backs, but the receiving core is terrible. Yep. I think eventually he'll be okay, but not not a very good group right now. Uh, but I, I'm if I do bet this game, I'm not, I have not bet this game yet. It'll definitely be on the under. All the signs are primetime unders are good and totals between 37 and 42, like you said. People inherently, it's like, oh, my God, that line is too low. It's an NFL game on a route for points. The under is the way to play.
1: It's game. a short week. It's primetime. Primetime unders are hitting ridiculously well anyways. Yep. On top of it being a short week. And it's week. two shit teams, exactly. by the way. That's exactly the point. So. Uh, so I I am a hundred percent with you. I believe the under is the play. And, and now get, up to thirty eight on DK right now. It's thirty eight. It's you're getting an even better number.
0: It's it's one of these things where like I I understand it. Like as a football fan, you don't want to sit down and invest three hours in a game that's going to suck. Mm-hmm. And so you want you want to mm-hmm. bet over. it. At some point, we will do some mini show on just the idea of it's okay to bet unders. Do you
1: want to like, know? Do you want to know what I like to call this month? This is a set it and forget it bet. It's a bet I feel very confident about, wow. it, but I have like no— the Ron,
0: like the Ron Popeil—what uh, what what was that called?
1: The, uh, the set-it-and-forget-it, like the, the rotisserie the oven. oven. Yeah, the rotisserie. Yes. Yeah. Ron Popiel. yes. yes. This, is, this is These are one of my set-it-and-forget-it bets. Similar to that Vegas bet last night. It's, I'm going to play it, I'm not going to watch a single second of the game, I'm going to wake up in the morning, find out if I won or lost, but I have a conviction on the under, I just have zero desire to actually watch this.
0: I will probably—I uh, don't know if I'll, I will—I will, I will uh, like invest my entire night in it, but it, just because it could be so bad, mm-hmm. I may have to watch a little bit. Watch the, the train wreck happen. I get. I'm that. Gonna have to watch a little bit, and certainly I'm going to listen to it like you all should. Yep. On W E E. I beginning at seven thirty. Uh, any other Patriots related items? So, it sounds like uh, the report today is that Mac is going to try to be out there on the field uh so that I still actually don't, my question for you I don't believe it, but go ahead you, you i defer to you go ahead so
1: I, I, that with those reports out, is that why this line has come down a little bit like do you think that's the reason why that they're kind of trying to i i don't buy it, but are they quote, unquote, only trying to book. protect themselves i can't can't fathom
0: I, it right i can't- i i cannot imagine that i can't imagine that jeremy Fowler of e s p n he he's moving the market. Nope, yeah, no, there I don't think guys, so either. There but. are gambling guys who move the market. Uh, definitely in the prop market, there are people that, like, when they post a prop they like, that line moves, like, in seconds. It's happening now, Shime, in some of these, like, major websites that are focusing on props. Yep. Like, they'll post a prop in discords and stuff like that, and the line will move almost instantaneously, which doesn't affect me at all because I live in a state where I can't legally live bet on props. <sighs> Um, but it's definitely happening. I don't think Jeremy Fowler's note on ESPN Insider today. is yeah. moving in. I didn't. think I so either, think,
1: but I figured I, I, it was worth the question.
0: I'm going to say it again. I'm not. a am not. I'm not a happy Zappy. You know, Zip and Zappy guy. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. They should not play Mac Jones in this game 100%. on Sunday. Hundred percent. Put him on mothballs. Let him get healthy. You're basically even, Stephen, with Cleveland. Let Zappy play. Run the ball against. Amazing with the the DVOA update yesterday, Shime. I'm sure you saw this. Yep. When they played the Packers two weeks ago, Packers ranked 32, uh, 32nd of 32 teams DVOA rush defense. Last week, Detroit, 32nd, 32 teams DVOA defense. Because Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson gutted the Browns last week, now the Cleveland Browns are the 32nd. Dead last DVOA rush defense. So what do you think run they're the ball, do? <laughs> Run the ball to Andre Stevenson. Get the bleep out of the way. Protect Bailey Zappi. And don't put Mac out there with Miles Garrett on the other side with a high ankle sprain. Week two and a half or week three for a four to six week injury. You're tough. We get it. I want you back, Mac. He should not play this weekend. Uh, my, should not play.
1: You're 100% right. Because the goal here is hand the ball off, don't turn it over. Bailey Zappi has already proved to you he can do both those things. So what do you do? You send him out there and you let him do that. You're not going to be, ideally, not going to be battling back from a 20-point deficit here. So Mac Jones does not need to play. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you lose the game, Bill Belichick has the excuse, well, I'm dealing with my rookie third-string quarterback. Like, what do you want me to do? And then, But if you go out there and play Mac and you get dumped on by the Browns somehow or he gets re-injured then it's all hell breaks loose and it is the worst PR you've ever seen so ultimately it's Belichick should just stick with Zappi put Zappi out there let him go
0: absolutely uh we'll see how it ends up playing out uh in the next uh couple of days we'll certainly know tomorrow morning you know, we're going to get these great shots of of Zappi on an ankle out there throwing i, I not not Zappi but Mac Jones and a bum ankle again like he's going to jaw oh Mac jogged at practice today Mac was out there for i'm just i'm it doesn't make any sense. So okay. I protect him. Uh, but certainly if Mac does play today or Mac, if Mac practices today and he is out there, um, it's going to affect the line. Like I, I won't be shocked if Mac is out there and he get reports he practiced quite a bit and looked good. This line will be two tomorrow. Like I, that, that will move the market, Chime Him being out there on a Wednesday, Jeremy Fowler saying it today. That does not. That and, doesn't move it. And if right?
1: the line moves again, I'm going to bet it again.
0: All right, now you want to give me credit? I know what it's for, yep uh, by Houston Astros, who we bet yesterday. Now we, we end up splitting this. on my end, we split, okay, because we laid the one and a half on the run line at plus 105. They only won by a run. but they did come back to win. They pushed their team total well over three and a half runs. That was a lock. and you I'll get I, I guess I give you credit for a smart bet while you're in the great state of New Hampshire. you took my opinion. And made some money on it, Chime. Explain to the people.
1: Yeah, so uh, the Astros had just given up a home run, uh, and they were down, I believe it was 5-3 to three at the time. Uh, and I happened to be in the Target parking lot in the great state of New Hampshire. And so I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to live bet the Houston Astros here at plus 180. Because my good friend Mutt was very convinced that the Houston Astros dominate the the Seattle Mariners. They were going to win this baseball game. It was not an insurmountable Number by any means, so I said, Oh, it was after the Crawford home run in the top of the fourth, so it was five to two. They ended up scoring again and making it six to two. I regret not uh waiting and getting an even better number, but regardless, got yep. my number at plus 180. Then what happens at the bottom of the fourth? Yuri Guriel hits a homer, uh, to, to make it six three, and eventually, eighth and ninth inning, Houston Astros they battle back and they win eight to seven. So I hit on the live bet thanks to you, uh, because of your conviction on the Astros. I believed in my guy Mutt. What did I do? I lied, bet the Astros and hit. All
0: right, so one and one uh, in the baseball playoffs gambling so far. The one we hit yesterday was was minus one thirty. So, uh, you know, not not the greatest result uh, with the not covering the two runs on the run line. We're going back to uh, I, again. I I I I want to bet the strikeout totals in this game today, folks. The Phillies and uh, the Braves this afternoon. But at least right now, you can't do it. You know, so they they posted Kyle Wright's strikeout total of three and a half. Zach Wheeler's at four and a half. And what you'll notice here in the playoff shine, the strikeout totals are lower because the books have smartened up and realized if a guy is getting shelled, or even if he's not getting shelled, like a bad start, they'll take out after three or four innings. Like Verlander yesterday uh, pitched poorly for four. He probably could out for a fifth, but because they were down so much already, they said, oh, we're going to put you on mothballs. So strikeout totals are lower And so people are betting the overs and strikeout totals. Kyle Wright, a a three-and-a-half strikeout total is minus 180. Zach Wheeler, four-and-a-half is minus 185. So I can't do it. If you want to bump that up in same-game parlays, you want to play same-game parlays today at 437 for Phillies and Braves, one of two playoff games today in baseball, you're welcome to do it. Uh, I'm going to take a different approach here, and I'm going to bet uh, in the first five innings I want the over on the Braves runs. So in the first five innings, the Braves' team total is one-and-a-half runs, I want the uh, over on that. Now, it is minus 125, but my reasoning behind this is as follows. Uh, the guy pitching today for the Braves, Zach Wright, they're 16-1 and in his last 17 games. The guy pitching for the Phillies today, Zach Wheeler, two things stand out when I go through my sort of looking at pitchers and their splits and everything else like that. Uh, his home ERA, okay, so Zach, they're going to be in uh, Atlanta today. The home ERA for uh, Zach Wheeler, the Phillies pitcher, 1.86 road ERA this year, almost two runs higher at 3.84. Uh, batting average against at home 188 on the road three, uh, 253. He gave up uh, five home runs at home, eight on the road, and very similar innings pitched. By the way, in both 75 innings pitched and 78 innings pitched uh, away and home respectively. So he's not a, uh, he's not as good. He's all, Zach Wheeler had a very good year, but he's a much better pitcher at home. He also has some not great splits from a home run standpoint against the Braves. Acuna Jr., three career home runs. Arcia has one. Uh, Travis Denard has one. Matt Olson has one. Austin Riley has one. Uh, there's a bunch of guys here who have had uh, very tough stretches against. Zach Wheeler of the Phillies, but there are guys at the top of this Braves lineup that have had multiple home runs against him. And I, if it, at one and a half in the first five innings, Braves are going to be out for blood trying to get this series tied 1 1. They have one of their best pitchers on the mound, had success hitting home runs against the opposing pitcher. It's minus 125, but I want the over on the Braves' run's one and a half first five innings. Okay. That's my pitch to you on today's baseball playoff game.
1: I, I love it, and I, I ask a question. So the Dodgers this season have basically dominated the Padres. Am I wrong?
0: uh the I, I admittedly as an american league uh, pregame host i yep. do not follow the national league quite as uh, uh, quite as closely although with the phillies i was invested in them so i know a little bit more about the phillies so okay i i, I will defer to you on any al nl west talk because i'm in bed well before those games are underway on most nights.
1: fair enough so uh yesterday after i live bet the astros i also happened to place a quick little parlay yankees dodgers that hit no problem which was nice um I'm thinking about going back in on the Dodgers again tonight on the money line to pair oh. with your Braves team total over here to pick parlay plus 174. That's, uh, what, that's I like my like.
0: half bit. I listen, I will defer to you on the second half. You Kershaw's found something you like to bet. The Dodgers. He has like he a
1: sure 2.28 ERA this season. He looks good. I, the Dodgers have outright pummeled the Padres for the most part this season. They're like the big brother. Um, I I wouldn't be shocked if the Dodgers just right right on sweep this series, so uh, I I kind of want to take them and I, at home the Dodgers are fifty seven and twenty four like they're they're so this Dodgers team is so good, uh, so I I really like just the Dodgers money line. Unfortunately, being minus one ninety, it's hard to straight bet it, which is why I love the idea parlaying it with your Atlanta Braves team total over in the first five. All
0: right, so we got some baseball bets. We'll have these throughout the course of the postseason. One and one, admittedly, with the win yesterday, uh, coming in at a little higher juice than we like. Uh, we got our Astros win. We're still invested in them to win the World Series, and by the way, it's very likely. And it's it's not a number you probably want to bet at this point because they're both up one nothing in their series. But before it started, you could get a decent number, not great, because they were the favorites in both ends. But the number on an Astros uh, Dodgers World Series just matchup was pretty good, and I still think those are the two most likely teams to meet. So that's who you're betting uh, in the you're, you're betting tonight. One of those two teams. Yeah. Uh, I will get the American League teams are off today. They're gonna. They played all four All four games yesterday, and they'll go alternate back and forth, like AL, NL, the next uh, couple of days here. Cool. So we'll get the couple of NL games today. We'll be on the Braves scoring early and the Dodgers, and we'll get some American League action uh, tomorrow. Uh, what else are the people here, Chris Shine? What do you got?
1: Uh, that's that's all I got on my end today, Mutt. Uh, kudos to you for uh, helping me win some money on the Astros last night. Oh, no, you. no.
0: Kudos to you. the Prince of Pucks <laughs> being back in our lives. What can out I, say?
1: I gotta say, to my uh, my girlfriend also uh, placed a couple bets last night. She hit on a nice little same game parlay in that uh, in that Rangers <laughs> game. So we were we were just cashing last night, Mike. It was awesome.
0: There is a reality show, folks, with Shime and his girlfriend just firing bets. Driving to New Hampshire, getting some food, firing some bets, going home, watching on the cut. There's a reality show there, Shime. I think can, so. I can see that. There's some potential there. What is it like when you when you like I saw someone in, 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 in like, Twitch, like, I, IRL in real IRL life. IRL streaming, yes. Like, why not an IRL stream of you and your girlfriend just betting for a day? Day oh, in the I life of betting that. with my girlfriend. I, I, betting I, on I the think toss,
1: it, toss the camera right on the dash. we discussing the lines. She's asking questions. She's placing bets. She's telling me what she's going to bet on. I'm going to explain things, and I'm going to bet on certain things. I think that's a great, great stream.
0: I would watch that. But before I watch that, I would subscribe, rate, and review Uh, To this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. You can find us on Twitter on BetQL. I want to give Shime a lot of credit. He was super active yesterday on social media, uh, tweeting out the episode, letting everyone know the Prince of Pucks is back. I love when Shime gets on there. We are hoping to, again, uh, be live on Twitch both on Friday and Saturday uh, with some potential uh, video there as well. You can go back and watch it or listen to the podcast there. Uh, We have Thursday Night Football bets to make tomorrow. We have the NBA season starting next week with the baseball playoffs rolling on. It's a fun time to be uh, involved in sports betting, Chris Shine. I will say that. It
1: is an awesome time. Like This is prime time season for us with basketball, football, hockey, baseball playoffs. If you're into college football, I I personally am not as much, but if you're into that, that's another thing to bet on. Like This is as good as it gets right now, Mutt.
0: All right, chime time. Uh, enjoy the Bruins opener tonight. We'll recap it tomorrow uh, t- morning. Uh, we'll do a talk around 10:10. Post it after that, and uh, enjoy. Beautiful day today, but there is some rain coming, chime. So outdoor activities. You're going to play Challenger Country Club. I need you to play today, okay? Uh, because it's going to rain Thursday and Friday. Good call. You know, I was thinking about
1: playing you know. today, so uh, I'll make sure to get out today. So I, and and not hold off.
0: All right, we'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Good luck. Appreciate it, mutt. Go bees.